Welcome inside Insert Coins. It is June 12, 2020. My name is Mike Engelhart. Welcome to the first of hopefully many, many episodes of Insert Coins where we get together to talk about the world of video games. If you haven't listened to the trailer for the channel, uh, we'll talk about everything from development to news to new technology, game reviews, lots of different stuff that focus on the world of video games. So why are we here to talk about that? Well, that has to do mainly with me. And I have uh, been working in the video game field for 21 years now, uh, starting in QA back in 1995, many, many moons ago. And um, through the design field, being a game designer, I uh, have run my way up to now, uh, very fortunately, being able to run creative direction for an entire mobile game studio uh, here in Vancouver, BC, Canada. And I've been playing games just as long, in fact, longer for uh, since I was four years old. So uh, I grew up playing the Atari 2600. So there you go. You can kind of gauge my age based on that and have not lost my love of games from that day all the way up until where we are today now. Um, so we'll get together to talk about a lot of different things in the video game world from uh uh, development. We'll get more into sort of my career path later because I think there's some interesting stuff there to share and I've had some really fortunate experiences and uh, definitely want to get some people on the show to talk about development and what it's like to actually make video games themselves because I think it's a topic that's very special and there's a lot of details that uh, I think people would love uh, to know. So thanks for tuning in. Good to have you here today. Today we're going to talk PS5 because it's now been revealed. Uh, well, almost everything. Prices are still rumored out there. It was, uh, I'm sure most people saw the reveal this week. I think it was very actually tasteful of Sony to delay that. Um, and uh, to be honest with everything going on this year, you know, E3 being a big show that I was able to go to many, many times, that being canceled. In fact, a lot of video game conferences being canceled due to the pandemic. It was nice that, you know, the news outlets decided to hook up with certain people. Um, had another announcement earlier this week from Arcade 1UP, and uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, but it's nice just to get a little bit of news coming out and, and a sense of being at a virtual show, if you will, and, and seeing a keynote um, on your screen. So uh, I was really impressed. Um, you know, I'm going to buy every console that comes out, partially because it's what I do, but also because it's still a, a massive um, hobby of mine. And if you missed uh, the presentation uh, yesterday, some of the key facts. Uh, so of course, PS5 is going to replace uh, the PS4. I thought what was really cool is they had the digital only version as well, which I don't know about you guys, but I have trended off of buying physical versions of games. I know that gets rid of the opportunity to take them back into EB games to get your trading value, but I just download now. It's just a lot easier to sit on the couch, download a game, and uh, I do my research ahead of time, talk to people, see user reviews, and, and go that way. So I'm really interested in the digital uh, only version of the console. I thought it was really cool. Um, coming out holiday 2020, uh, so somewhere between October and December is what uh, Sony mentioned yesterday. So there's lots of games. Uh, they showed a really cool Spider-Man game. Uh, obviously, Horizon Zero Dawn has a sequel coming out. Demon Souls, which I know here in the office, a lot of people uh, massive fans of that series. For me personally, it's not my cup of tea. It kind of drives me to... Uh, uh, bring out the worst in me. Uh, Resident Evil 8, of course, there, a game called The Village, which looked uh, really cool. And uh, uh, there was an NBA 2K demo as well, showing insane amounts of athletic sweat uh, coming to that series. So I think as always, though, like with, with the first 
wave of games on new hardware, it's always a little bit underwhelming. I mean, there will be a few showstoppers in there. I will say Horizon Zero Dawn looked amazing. Uh, probably one of the best looking games. Probably one of the most unique looking games, whether it's good or bad, was a game called Bug Snacks, which I found completely bewildering. We were talking about it in the office and yeah, I'm not even sure what that game's about. I got to do a bit more research on that one. But getting back to the point, like not every game is going to be a showstopper. Some games people are going to say look like PS4 games. Um, at the end of the day, it's the first wave of games. First party stuff's always going to look a little bit better because they've admittedly had the technology a little bit longer. But all in all, exciting to have something new come out. Um, is it going to have virtual reality? The answer is yes. So uh, PSVR hardware is is uh, going to be part of that. Uh, there are also some re rumors floating around that there's going to be a PSVR 2, so upgrading the technology that goes with your virtual reality experiences. I didn't take the plunge on VR uh, for the PS4, but I did look at it a few times and, and just sort of stayed away. I didn't find there was a lot of compelling uh, software to drive me. So being up here in Canada, we're really curious of what the cost is. Of course, the exchange rate always plays a big part in where they set the prices here. Everyone's speculating that the U.S. mark is going to be $4.99. Uh, is it expensive? Is it not? I mean, I remember paying more for that uh, for the 3DO way back in the day. And my good buddy Quincy, a uh, guy I grew up with in, uh, I'm from uh, Ontario, Canada, uh, as well originally, he bought the Jaguar, uh, probably his biggest mistake he ever made, but he, uh, he bought the Jaguar back in the day and that, you know, was a, a pricey console as well. So when you consider cost of living goes up um, in, in terms of your salary and all that other type of stuff, $4.99, is it too expensive? Maybe right now for the fact that there's a lot of people struggling that don't have jobs, it might be too expensive, but I think it's a reasonable uh, price point for uh, the new console. Backwards compatibility is huge with this thing. Um, they're touting that almost all PS4 games um, will be backwards compatible. Of course, they still have to confirm the list. Um, they're going to launch with the support for around 100 PS4 games. That's what's going to be ready, but they're going to work to get the library going backwards. Um, and the good thing is, I know I'm eager to get my pre-order out there. Um, the PS5 release date, well, it's it's not being affected by coronavirus at the current point in time. Uh, so that's good. So depending on where we are in respect to the world affairs and kind of what's going on with the illness that everybody's battling. And, you know, obviously it's been a... Uh, terrible experience for many, many people and lots of fallout from that. Um, anybody looking for a little bit of reprieve and excitement uh, and something fun around Christmas time, well, it looks like you'll get your uh, kick at the can with the PS5. So what do you guys think of the new console? I know a lot of people were dropping big memes on the internet yesterday about how it looks. I actually like the look. I think the modern design of the console is, was really eye-striking. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of uh, modern looks to things though, so it was right up my alley. I was wondering if you can set it on its side uh, because the way my TV uh, entertainment center is set up, it's not really gonna go anywhere except on the top shelf, so that was sort of a question, assuming it will go on the side. Sony's been pretty good with that uh, over the years. Um, you know, it's one of those things. People are gonna love it, hate it. I saw an article yesterday that talked about how the Nintendo GameCube is still the best uh, looking console of all time because it delivered on the promise of the name, which was it was a cube. Um, but I think it's a, I think it's sharp looking. I, I think it's uh, 
a really good design and I think it stands out. So I'm definitely going to be getting on the list for a pre-order, uh, you know, hoping that I can actually do that. Uh, you don't want to have to be one of those people fishing for a PS5 for like 15 grand at Christmas time on eBay because God knows it's going to be out there. But I think all in all, it was a really good presentation yesterday. Um, you know, proof's going to be in the pudding. It's about getting your hands on the controller. It's about getting a chance to play the new games. Um, do they actually look that much better? It, it sort of blurs here from generation to generation. But if it, if things go the way of Horizon Zero Dawn, then we're going to see some amazing games on the system. I'm a huge sports guy. So the 2K, did it do anything for me? The, the demo they showed, the sweat demo? Yeah, not really. Like when I play a game, I'm, I'm less concerned about sweat. Um, the realism of that series has been pretty awesome, but um, we'll wait and see. Like I've always said, proof is in the pudding. And I'm always of the mind, you can have the best graphics in the world, but if you don't have really good gameplay, if your gameplay is clunky, if the controls aren't there, if it's not fun to play, who cares what it looks like at the end of the day? And there's been numerous examples of those uh, over the many, many, many years that I've been spending you know, insane amounts of money on video games. So interesting. Now we'll see what Microsoft brings to the plate. They're the next to, to lobby and, and see what they can do in terms of vying for your hard-earned money. You got Tommy Tellerico also, you know, going after, I think, a completely different market with the Intellivision Amico. I do have that pre-ordered as well because I am just curious um, and I want to see what happens there. Probably also a bit of nostalgia growing up playing the Intellivision at my aunt, aunt and uncle's house as well. Um, so I'm curious to see what happens there. But I'm not sure where the Amico is actually going to position. That's purely just a, kind of a research and development project for me to kind of see where it fits. It feels like it's on the cusp of what mobile gaming is doing, but they're trying to make it social on the couch. And who knows? There's a lot of different stuff happening. We'll talk a little bit more about the range of stuff happening in the market and Arcade 1-Up's recent announcements and the success they've had next here on Insert Coins. So the second thing to talk about today on the show is Arcade 1UP. I think it's actually a really fascinating time that we're in right now in terms of the video game market. It's probably some of the most selection uh, people have had at their fingertips in a long time. Um, historically, it's just been a battle between, you know, the consoles that sit under your TV at home, the ones you pack up in your backpack when you're heading out, going to school, going to work, uh, going on a long flight. and there's just way more options at play right now. And case in point, uh, the guys over at Arcade 1UP have made a really good run of finding a market uh, for retro gaming. And we all know retro gaming has been sort of banging on the door here for a while. There's been tons of nostalgia plays, whether it's been, you know, Nintendo with the NES Classic, the SNES Classic, you know, Sega has followed suit, uh, Turbo Graphics. Uh, has come out recently as well as kind of a shoddy Game Gear uh, thing coming recently here too. Of course, on the Switch, you can bang on the Nintendo console and go back in history as well. Uh, a lot of people with different setups at home for retro gaming, uh, whether it's um, you know uh, uh, Nvidia Shield or whatever the case may be. And what's interesting is Arcade One Up has really pinned on, I would say, someone like myself. So those of us that grew up in arcades. 
playing arcade games, you always fantasized as a kid, yeah, man, wouldn't it be great to have one of these in your house? Because it was the fantasy. It was some of the best gaming. When you went to the arcade, even when games were ported onto the SNES, the Sega Genesis, they just didn't have that same vibe. There was something about being at the arcade. And it's it's not only the game, but it's also the look of the cabinet, the fact that it's, um, it's a conversation piece, it stands out, it has this vibe. And Arcade 1UP has done a, a great job of taking, um, you know, your full-size arcade stand-up and making it affordable and making it something that also can fit on uh, many footprints at home. I've actually just uh, ordered my own custom full-size cabinet uh, that's coming sometime in the fall, but it's pretty big and I don't live in a massive place. I've only got about 800 square feet uh, to play with here in Vancouver in my home and uh, the footprint of my cabinet is going to be quite huge. I mean, it, it stands six feet tall and it's going to be about three feet deep. So um, it, it's going to take some space up, but hey, when you like video games, it's well worth the space and it'll be a family member for many, many years to come. Um, these cabinets, if you haven't seen them though, they're, they're much smaller. Um, they take up a smaller space. They only weigh about 60 pounds as well. That's the other thing too. The one that I'm getting is quite heavy, about 215 pounds. It's a, it's a big beast. Um, but then what they've done with Arcade One is they've done these licensing deals. And, you know, the first wave you had Pac-Mans, you had um, Golden Tees. Um, more recently, they've tapped into some of the best games in the arcade, NBA Jam, which I think ships this month if it hasn't shipped already. Uh, Four-player game actually has Wi-Fi, so you can play competitively with other people, which is another advancement. Um, and, you know, they did other things too. They have counter caves, which are more bar top ones, but they've been really successful with these um almost full-size uh, stand-up. You can move them around your house quite easily and they come with a selection of games. Well, this week is part of, uh, again, bringing to life E3. Uh, IGN with their Summer of Gaming had a, an exclusive announcement uh, with Arcade 1UP and they get four new machines coming. So Miss Pac-Man, Big Buck Hunter, which is the first light gun game that Arcade 1UP is throwing out into the market. Uh, they have a Marvel versus Capcom, X-Men versus Street Fighter crossover. And then they partnered up with Zen Studios, who's done a lot of virtual pinball, and they have their first uh, digital pinball machine, um, being Marvel Pinball. So those all come out um, that's the next wave that's coming out. Um, they had another one recently, Burger Time was one. It was actually, they do a good job with community as well, I find. They they reached out to all their hardcore fans and said, hey, what do you guys want? And, and people really wanted a Burger Time uh, machine. And so they brought that out, uh, threw in a bunch of other games that Data East created, such as, um, I know Karate Champ is in that one. The other two are uh, leaving my mind right now. But they've created this really good following. and was I believe last month that they also touted that they had actually sold through a million of the arcade cabinet units, which is no small feat. Um, and if you figure these things are kind of $399, $499 in the US, they're much more, a bit more expensive up here in Canada, I shouldn't say much more, a few hundred dollars more thanks to the exchange rate. Um, that's a lot of money they're generating. And they found a way to limit, I think, the materials that go into it and have been really smart. And they are good machines. I've seen them uh, at the stores here in Canada. They play well. It's a little bit different than investing in sort of a full size one, but they've really tapped into that. That market so again just really fascinating to me that you have all these choices now like there literally is is becoming something for everyone and I think the thing that's most exciting is it's it's actually you see families you see these you know lapsed gamers these 
fathers that have grown up you know the same age age time frame as me and you see their kids enjoying these games so it's actually also a chance to let people enjoy things that they never had a chance to before and um for me just sort of a parallel when i worked uh, my previous company we had a chance to partner with uh, nintendo when we made uh three games for nintendo one on the gamecube and two on uh, the nintendo wii before i i left that company and um I worked on the uh, modernization of Punch-Out on the Wii and that was really one of the things we did for that game was trying to bring back the NES version of, of Nintendo's Punch-Out to a new generation and then we made a, a wave of title defense fights for the people that grew up with that. So it was a way for like when we thought about that vision wise like to allow you know sort of kids new 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 players to enjoy the core of Punch-Out because they never would have had a chance to on the NES and for their parents or lapsed gamers that grew up with that stuff, the title defense fights were a chance to see those characters in a completely different light. And so I see similar parallels now starting to penetrate uh, different parts of, of, of the market. So if you haven't seen these arcade one-up machines, if you're looking to have a bit of retro fun in your house, uh, they're definitely worth it. I'm really interested to see how well the pinball cabinets do. I think that's a really good push in the right direction. Um, and they probably have countless other games that are gonna be coming out soon. So pop on over and check them out. IGN's got a really cool article that talks through that and the Arcade 1UP site has a massive selection so you guys can uh, preview that as well. So curious to see what happens with those guys and congratulations to the Arcade 1UP guys for all the success they've had to this point. So that will bring us to a close of the first ever episode of Insert Coins. I want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen. If there's anything you'd like to hear on the show or any feedback you want to give us, please let us know. We're happy to take that because your feedback helps to make this show better. I want to wish everybody a fantastic weekend. Hopefully it's sunny. Everybody stay safe with what's going on out in the world. And we'll talk to you next time on Insert Coins. Happy gaming, everybody.